Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Ethan Klassine with the Goal to Go podcast. Hope everyone is having a good weekend thus far. Coming to you guys at 5 o'clock roughly on Football Sunday, Week 5 Sunday. Wasn't able to get to you guys earlier for a preview episode. I mentioned on my last episode that I've been up in Flagstaff the past weekend, uh, spending it with my girlfriend. We uh, She had a back-to-back gigs on Friday and Saturday, so decided to stay up there with her. So wasn't able to get as much done on the podcast this week, uh, so I apologize for that. But I did mention how I wanted to get to you guys and give you my brief thoughts on the primetime games on Sunday night as well as Monday night. So... About 20 minutes before this Sunday night football game kicks off, let's go through and let's talk about this Buffalo and Kansas City matchup that we have on NBC tonight. This is, on paper, the best Sunday night football matchup we have had all season long. I've said before that this is possibly the best start to an NFL season that we have had, and the primetime games are a big reason why. We've seen some really fun games being played. What was it, the Ravens and the Raiders uh, week one, where the Raiders won in overtime, Um, and then there was a few others that are escaping me at the moment, but we've had a great slate of primetime games, and this one up front looks like the best so far. Um, Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes, two of uh, the Titans in the AFC Conference. Going to be real fun to watch this game, and hopefully it's a scoring fest. Uh, My expectations for both these teams, Buffalo, you know what? Be a complete team. Come in there and shut down the Chiefs as you have had every other team all season to this point. Their defense, we were talking in the preseason about if this defense could just be average, then Buffalo is a legitimate, legitimate Super Bowl contender, not that they aren't already. Well, their team, their defense is number one in scoring defense and number one in total defense entering this game. Statistically speaking, they are the best, most lockdown defense across the league. Now, the problem there is Patrick Mahomes, when he's faced teams that are ranked number one in those categories, he's 6-0 and against them. And that shouldn't come as a surprise. Mahomes is breaking the mold that has been set by prior quarterbacks and what we have seen in the past. He's just a different breed. So let's see how good this defense really is, Buffalo. I'd like to see them create pressure without blitzing because you need to have as many people in coverage as possible when you're facing Patrick Mahomes. So that means a big game for Gregory Rousseau, A.J. Espinessa, uh, as well as Jerry Hughes coming off the edge. They have been great for the Bills so far this season. As we know, Greg Rousseau was their first-round pick this year. Keep that up against a average to above average Kansas City offensive line. They did some work in the offseason to beef it up. It's okay, but still not great. Create some pressure. Get Mahomes moving around and just drop as many people into coverage as you can to defend against the Tyreek Hills and the Travis Kelseys. I think Buffalo can do that. They have the personnel available. They have a good secondary. Uh, Micah Hyde is great, as well as Tredavious White, one of the best corners in the game. They have the pieces to match up with the Kansas City offense. They just need to do it in prime time against a team that you know scares every other team that they are meeting up with on a weekly basis. On the offensive side of the ball, Josh Allen needs to come in and abuse this defense. That's been one of the worst in the entire league. There are no stars on the Kansas City side uh, except for you know the obvious ones, Tyron Matthew and Chris Jones. Uh, they have been both... Well, Chris Jones in in particular has been playing at a defensive player of the year rate. Uh, Matthew has had his moments. He's missed a couple of games due to injury um, or COVID rather. 
And outside of those two guys, there's not a lot of people making noise. Legereus Sneed, their rookie from last year, who had a really good uh, rookie season, he hasn't really been showing up, and we haven't been hearing anything else from all these other players. Frank Clark has been in and out of the lineup, um, and they just have not been able to stop opposing offenses, which is why Kansas City is sitting where they are at, what is that, 2-2? Two and two? Um, So Josh Allen, come in here and abuse this defense you, you got to go in thinking that as good as the the Bills' defense are, that Patrick Mahomes is going to make something happen. I mean, I mentioned how he's 6-0 and against teams that are ranked in those categories. Just going with the mindset that Mahomes is going to be Mahomes and that you're going to have to score 30-plus points in order to win this game. I think the Buffalo offense can do that. As of the past two weeks, they've been playing at a much better pace than they did the first two weeks of the season. So I think this is going to be a shootout between these two judges. Or not. On the Kansas City side of things, my only question is, can y'all keep up? And that is a crazy sentence to say when you're talking to the team that has em- employs Patrick Mahomes at the quarterback position for them. But because of their defense, they have been having to put up monstrous numbers. And quite honestly, Patrick Mahomes has not been as bulletproof as he has been in the past. He's been turning the ball over, making a couple of bad mistakes, not terrible. But usually the things that he does that we call Mahomes magic, those aren't working so far this season. He did score five touchdowns last week in a win that got Kansas City back on the right track. Can they do it again this uh, against the Buffalo Bills, who are playing at a really good level? We will see the running game with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is playing exceptional uh, after Edwards-Hilaire fumbled uh, the game away in Week 2 to the Baltimore Ravens. They've been playing extremely well. But since their defense, the Kansas City defense, that is, is playing so bad, I'm not sure if KC will be able to establish the run game. They may just have to let Mahomes sling it all night long. I think it's going to be a great game. If I had to put my money on it, I think I would still take KC. They are at home, and they still employ the most badass mother trucker on the entire planet. So I would take Kansas City, but it won't surprise me if Buffalo comes in this game and wins. All right, let's go over to Monday Night Football now. The Indianapolis Colts travel to Baltimore to face the Ravens. Kind of a mismatch on paper. The Baltimore Ravens are playing at a really good level right now, despite them missing so many key players. You know, before week one kicked off, we were talking about how they're missing so many key guys. J.K. Dobbins goes down with a torn ACL. Immediately followed, it felt like, by Gus Edwards and then Marcus Peters as well. All of them were lost for the season. But that has not stopped Baltimore from playing at a good level. They lost week one against the Raiders, and they are now on a three-game winning streak ever since. My only my question for the Baltimore offense, can Lamar Jackson continue passing at an improved level? Last week against the Broncos, we knew that the Broncos had a good defense. They locked Lamar down as far as rushing the ball is concerned. He only had 25 yards rushing, but that just led him to have a very good passing day. He had over 300 yards last week, and he seems to be needing to go to the air a little bit more than ever this season, and a big reason why is that the running game is just not what it used to be. Obvious, given that they are down their two top running backs, and they are they are now employing a rotation of Latavius Murray, Devonta Freeman, and Le'Veon Bell. The guy that was running at the best is Tyson Williams. He was a healthy scratch last week. And a big reason why is that he's a liability in pass protection. There was a, a play a couple of games ago where the game was on the line, 
and there was an edge rusher coming free that was uh, Tyson Williams' pickup, and he just completely whiffed, and Lamar got sacked. I think he even fumbled the ball on that play. John Harbaugh is obviously sending a message saying that, hey, if you want, just because you're running really well doesn't mean that you're always going to get the carries. You need to be able to do these other running back duties, the tougher ones, like pass protecting. Um, we don't know if Tyson Williams is going to be active for this game. We will learn that tomorrow uh, throughout the day. But I would imagine that Tyson Williams is active to offer a little bit of juice to this backfield. I think Latavius Murray has been okay, uh, but he's an aging running back, and I think Tyson Williams offers a little bit more, even if Murray is better in pass protections. I don't think that Le'Veon Bell and Devonta Freeman offer too much. So if we can get a one-two punch, or if Baltimore can get a one-two punch, rather, of Tyson Williams and Latavius Murray, I think that will help out Baltimore a bit. Indianapolis hasn't been great on defense this season, but their run D is still decent, um, especially with Darius Leonard up front, as well as uh, DeForest Buckner on the uh, defensive line. So I'd like to see Lamar Jackson, if he's forced to throw all over the yard, make it happen. You connected with Marquise Brown on some good plays last week. Mark Andrews is always there as your outlet guy if you need it. Let's continue to see Lamar improve his play from a passing perspective. From the Colts' side, I just want to see this offense be exciting, man. Um, you know, and Carson Wentz is a big issue for that. I think he's played okay thus far uh, through the four weeks of the season. He's dealing with two sprained ankles that he says are improving on a day-to-day basis, so that's good. But there's too many good weapons on that offensive side of the ball for Indianapolis to be this boring to watch on a weekly basis. They got Jonathan Taylor going last week, had his first 100-yard season, um, 100-yard game of the season, but... I expected Michael Pittman to just be a a much bigger factor than he's being right now. They had Paris Campbell come back from injury, who looked really good at the beginning of last season before tearing his ACL. Granted, he could be coming back from that. Um, it needs a little bit more time, but uh, and then Zach Pascal has made some plays through the first two weeks of the season as well. My point is, is that they have some players on that offensive side of the ball, yet they're it's just so mundane to watch them and it puts you to sleep. Just make something happen. I believe in Frank Reich. He got decent production last year out of Phillip Rivers. I think that he can do the same thing with Carson Wentz. I wish that Carson Wentz didn't have those ankles to deal with, uh, the ankle injuries that is, because I'd like to be able to evaluate him on like a, you know, just a completely even playing field. I don't like that there's like this asterisk um, around his evaluations right now that, oh, he has two sprained ankles. Uh, you know, that doesn't matter much. Obviously, this is the NFL. You kind of got to play through those things or you just got to, you know, sit yourself until you're healthy. But yeah, I would just like to see Carson Wentz if he was at full health. We will see. He's supposedly getting better and better. I hope that shows up in this game because I want to see a Colts offense that can utilize all their exciting weapons, Michael Pittman to be specific. And I also want to see a competitive Monday night football game. So if the offensive side of the ball shows up, I think we'll get a good one on Monday night. Uh, If not, this may be a blowout by halftime. All right, guys, that's what I have for you today for the primetime games. Uh, Let's get back to Sunday night football now as it's about to kick off in the next five minutes. So I will be back early this upcoming week for the week five recap. Stay tuned for that, and uh, we will keep on rolling. Thank you, guys. Have a great rest of your weekend.